Hi, Laurie. Thank you so much for coming on today and talking to us about Olita. I'm really excited to sort of get to know your story and get to know how you came to this problem and uh, developed the solution. Um, but before we get into all of that, let's start with your background. Uh, tell okay. me a little bit about sort of how you sort of started your career and uh, what, what, what kind of work were you, were you involved in? Oh, hey, Duval, thank you so much for having me. And um, yes, I did start off in um, a completely unrelated industry. I worked in um, consumer banking. I worked at uh, JP Morgan Chase and Citibank in New York City and then um, went to, you know, stay at home mom status for a good nine years. I call it my, my nine year maternity leave. And then uh, went back into um, finance, but at the other end, uh, micro finance. So doing very small oh, okay. loans to small businesses, um, but really got wonderful exposure to lifestyle businesses, as well as businesses that really start to take off and get acquired. And I um, started my um, business from my experience with going to the beach often with with my kids and you know what happens with little kids and sand at the beach is that sand goes everywhere literally <laughs> everywhere and mm -hmm. so that i started um, working with um, different uh, formulations of a body powder to wick away sand and moisture from from skin and just leave you know skin super clean and fresh after going to the beach so um started with that and um then we got into other products um that we realized there was a, a lack of really clean sunscreen in um in the marketplace and so went on to develop um, mineral reef safe and organic sunscreens, as well as after sun body serum. And we also have some lip balms. So that's kind of the evolution <laughs> of the product line. Got it, got it. Okay, so we'll get into all of the products in a minute. I wanna just dig into the background first. Um, with micro lending, tell me a little bit about what you did and uh, how, uh, what com type of companies you were investing in, just so we understand that. Yeah, uh, yes. Part of your life. Yeah, so I worked with a, a small um, nonprofit, um, CDFI, in the Bay Area and uh, worked with just a, a whole bunch of different businesses throughout the entire, the nine Bay Area counties. Um, lifestyle companies we consider to be companies that are just really looking for a career. They're not looking for an exit. It's like your local dry cleaner. It's like your, your local bakery. You know, they're looking to make a living, not a big exit. And then other types of companies all the way to larger brands that do have, you know, kind of big exits and do become acquired. And so there's quite the range, but a lot of the big brands that start off, that start off super small and they'll get a microloan for $25,000. And the next thing you know, they're in, you know, national distribution in wow. 20,000 retail doors. So right. everything in between. So just got a lot of great exposure through that experience. Um, learning about the entire ecosystem around um, small business from everything from the technical assistance to the, the, the legal entity status and the different options that there are with that to um, really, you know, how you grow a product line or even launch a product in the first place and right. how to market it, how to market it successfully, what you need to pay other people 
to do for you versus what you can effectively do yourself. So um, just really had, you know, I would say the seven years that I worked for the microlender had a great education in how to be a founder. That's fantastic. So you obviously understand the financial end of things. You understand uh, what it takes to run a business. So that that's a, such a fantastic background to sort of bring to a new startup. Um, so let's talk. Uh, let's start talking about Olita. Um, you sort of got started very early on, but you were sort of doing it more as a hobby, if you would, if uh, part time developing the products. Um, right. What was the initial idea? Uh, what What were you trying to achieve? Right. So, you know, it was really just trying to come up with this kind of cool product that I noticed um, it did not exist in the marketplace and it really works. It just, I mean, and that's the comment that everybody says when they, when they um, try Beach Be Gone is like, oh my gosh, this really works. And so um, it was just really about kind of trying out that particular product and didn't necessarily set out to be a beauty brand or a sun care brand. Um, and it's just one of those, you know, kind of the evolution when you see a need in the marketplace and you say, well, I can do that. And, you know, you just kind of um, play around and experiment and um, work with different labs. And I've worked with different co-packers and contract manufacturers around the United States. All of our products are made in the United States. And um, as I mentioned, you know, just really looking for clean sun care because, you know, as, as a mom, you know, you're always looking for the best products and food, beverages, you know, organic milk, et cetera, et cetera, for, for your kids and your family. Well, it, it shouldn't stop with food and beverages. We also consume right. products through our skin, which is our biggest organ. So that's why I went on this quest to try to create the cleanest sun, sunscreen and the cleanest sun care that you can possibly buy. And, you know, a couple of the things that we're very proud of is that we have certified organic sunscreens. We also have EWG verified products. Um, we also have the shortest ingredients list out there so we're kind of like the the cleanest of the clean and you know that's that's really the genesis and the impetus was definitely my kids and my family um and as i heard somebody say you know you spend eight to ten dollars on a shake or a cold pressed juice or something like that don't cut corners with right. your sunscreen uh, make sure that's clean as well because we do absorb everything that we put on our skin, whether it's good for you or not so good for you or toxic mm. for you. So that's, that's our, a bit of our founder journey, journey story. Got it. So break those things down a little bit more because uh, you mentioned EWG. Well, uh, yep. I personally don't know what that means. So help me understand what, what some of those uh, things are in a bad sunscreen versus a good sunscreen. Perfect. So EWG is the Environmental Working Group, and okay. it's an organization, a nonprofit that um, acts as a bit of a watchdog to evaluate the toxicity or the better for you products. So they do that with um, vegetables and consumable food, beverages, cosmetics, personal care products, 
household cleaning products. So they really do look into everything that a human being comes into contact with. And they actually rate um, products from uh, their scale is one to 10. And all of the Olita products have a number one rating, number one being the, the cleanest, 10 being the most toxic. So we're very proud of that. And uh, we work very closely with them, actually. We work very closely with EWG in sampling. And also they are, um, they do a lot of lobbying to um, Washington to, to see if they can um, influence the industry to become cleaner. And mm -hmm. so we've been involved with them for almost five years. And wow. uh, we have products that are EWG verified. And that means that we have ethical manu manufacturing pro uh, processes, and we also have clean ingredients. They've looked into all of our ingredients and they verify that they are indeed clean. And then um, we will be, I think this is gonna be our second year that we will have products in their Skin Deep um, program, as well as um, in their 2021 Safest Sunscreen Guide. So that's what EWG is. Okay. Fantastic. No, that, thank you for that background. Um, and, and as far as chemicals go, uh, uh, th this gets to the second part of that question. What are the chemicals that are in the standard sunscreen that are really not good for us? And right. so what are you taking out and what are you replacing that with? Great question. So um, the oxybenzone and um, that's, that's one of the biggest one. Um, you know, kind of culprits of being mm -hmm. harmful to humans, especially children, and um, thought to be an endocrine blocker and just generally toxic um, long-term. And oxybenzone is also known to be very destructive to coral reefs. And being a scuba diver, I just love, you know, diving a beautiful wall and just, just a gorgeous, thriving, living coral reef. Um, also, coral reefs are one of the most fragile ecosystems on our planet, and yeah. they're also the first line of defense against hurricanes. So it's just there's such an important component to not just the our oceans, but you know to land life as well. So um, those you know oxybenzone is one of the biggest culprits. There are others as well, and what we have instead, instead of being a chemical sunscreen is we have uh, zinc oxide is our only active ingredient in all of our sunscreens. And that is a mineral sunscreen. So it actually creates a physical barrier versus chemical that will react with your skin chemistry. Mm, okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that one thing you highlighted, I think is very important that this is not just good for you, but it's also good for the environment. Correct. So it, it sort of serves, uh, your product serves dual, dual purpose in that. Uh, which is fantastic. So now let's talk about the timeline a little bit. Like I said, you know, you've been at this for some time. Initially, it was more of a hobby, part-time thing. Right. You sort of went into uh, full-time sort of mode, uh, you know, in 20, I think you came out with the product in 2015, right? Yeah, we went into market 2015 and it was okay. just definitely uh, a side hustle for me. And so not getting right. all of my love and attention until I decided to go full time in early 2019. So it's just Perfect. been my full time okay. business really for the last two years. 
So let's talk about that period a little bit. Uh, when you did come out with the product, how were you trying to sell it? What was the initial sort of, uh, were you trying to sell it? Maybe that's a better question. Mm -hmm. What was that initial uh, period like? Yeah, so just, um, you know, again, as a side hustle, you know, trying to sell it, um, driving samples up and down the coast of California, talking about it and, you know, selling it because it's a new product category. Um, it sold very well. And, you know, people really love taking it on because it's, it's new and different. Um, it definitely sells so much better when you're closer to the beach and to the sand because people get it and it feels like more of an actual problem than say it will sell in the middle of the country. But um, so just, yeah, it was just me selling it kind of door to door, you know, really working the, the local market. And then obviously on our website, um, selling a lot more and just, you know, trying to do, you know, kind of word of mouth, social media, um, that kind of thing to make people even aware of our products. So um, that's how it started. And then, you know, fast forward to 2019, um, I attended a, a sun care show and met a lot of buyers across, uh, you know, all kinds of retail, small, large retail, online, brick and mortar. And that, that particular show was incredibly successful. And, you know, I went there with um, the sunscreens that I had, which were, I think it was just one sunscreen that I had at the time and right. the three after sun products. And I brought the, the beach be gone along as kind of like, uh, well, why not? And that turned out to be the biggest hit of the show. So wow. okay. uh, you never know. Um, yep. So, yeah, so now we have um, gotten into UNFI, CNS Wholesale. We have another very um, local distributor. So we're available wholesale through either direct or distribution. Um, being a certified woman-owned business has also been very helpful to right. um, open doors because we're able to participate in diverse supplier programs. So okay. that's been wonderful. Um, being on Range Me is great because um, buyers are able to discover us. I hired uh, a new sales director and some sales reps in key markets like Hawaii. And that's been very helpful to just really um, get our products out to buyers in wholesale markets. We mm -hmm. also did um, a pretty extensive research study where we discovered that most people, 70%, will buy their sun care products in mass retailer, grocery store, or drug. So 70% are buying it in brick and mortar. 30% obviously are buying it um, you know, online, kind online, of more yeah. direct. And right now we are 90-10 wholesale, retailed, or direct to consumer. And we're looking to get that more in line with how people buy their sensors. So we're, so we're looking to get that to 70-30. And we've hired a new um, digital advertising agency to, you know, kind of relaunch our website, you know, make it fresh and a little bit, you know, a couple layers, more layers of sophistication. And we are also doing a, a big paid marketing advertising campaign um, launching this spring. So we're really looking to have much greater awareness, both um, to in, in Facebook, Instagram, all your, you know, your, your big so, social media channels, as well as Amazon. We are available right. on Amazon as well. 
so you've been very busy for the last two years or so. Um, That's right. <clears throat> but in the middle of that, we had 2020 and a global pandemic. Uh, let's talk about that period because it seems like you just started to sort of pick up steam and then you get hit uh, with a yeah. lockdown. <laughs> how, how, right. how did you uh, cope with that? How did Olida survive through the lockdown? Right. So we just really um, stocked up quite a bit in the first quarter. You know, I want to say January, February, we got a, a lot of new production runs in to our warehouse just in time for the lockdown. So that was really rough because we did have a lot of purchase orders that, were, you know, commitments that were rescinded because they weren't open. Oh. And yeah. um, we should have grown probably three times to what we did, but we still had a massive growth year. And that's because um, we turned to a lot more online marketplaces. Um, the COVID pandemic did create um, a whole new need for a lot of online marketplaces. And, you know, you have your, of course, your, your monolithic Amazon channel, which we were already on and we saw sales go up with that. And then there were a lot of other marketplaces, niche marketplaces that were created. So we're on quite a few natural um, food, beverage, and consumer product goods, uh, websites, women, uh, marketplaces, um, just all kinds. And then another um, place where we have participated a lot more is in subscription boxes. So mm. um, the subscription boxes will curate different kinds of products that go out to their clients based on what, what their profile is. And so that's been really exciting um, and, and a great place that, that we grew in 2020. So we grew a lot, but we would have grown, grown more had it not been for the pandemic because, for example, Hawaii was one of our biggest marketplaces. And we went from probably 20 orders a year to one. So wow. <laughs> that was just, wow. that was just really tough. And, you know, clearly Hawaii has suffered as a marketplace with their tourism industry, et cetera. And so I feel like we're kind of an ancillary uh, sector that has suffered because of tourism being so shut down and travel being so restricted. Right. Right. So I, I think you also use the time wisely, obviously sales suffered, but you compared to previous year, you still did great. But you mm -hmm. use the time wisely sort of to build out your product line as well, right? So That's talk right. to us about all of the products that you now have beyond just sunscreen. Right, yeah. So we did use the, the time to um, vet and select a new ad agency. We used the time to um, do some market research where we got a lot of great um, consumer feedback, both qualitative and quantitative. And we also, um, like you were saying, just um, expanded our product line because we listened to what our consumers were saying. We developed two new um, organic sunscreens that are going to come out in April. One is a tinted golden amber, uh, tinted organic sunscreen lotion, SPF 30. So it's just really great for um, people of color, people with darker complexions who don't want, want sunscreen, but don't want a kind of that white cast on their skin. Yeah. And so that's coming out. And then it's also wonderful for lighter skin complected people who want 
a bit of, they want their sunscreen to act like a bronzer. So it's kind of serving mm. two different um, markets. And um, we're also coming out with our baby organic SPF 50 sunscreen lotion. So it's made with the cleanest stuff for new delicate skin. And that's also coming out in April. Um, so we're up to 23 SKUs. And so we have, besides our sunscreen lotions, we have sun sticks, tinted, non-tinted, all of them only have um, zinc oxide as the active ingredient. And then after sun is just amazing um, body serum that goes on very, it's a very light oil. It's like a tall drink of water for your skin. And we um, make it with aloe vera oil, coconut oil, and a lot of wonderful plant and flower extracts. So it's um, incredibly nourishing and replenishing for skin when there's, whether it's winter dry skin or a lot of sun dehydration to your skin. So right. that's what um, is one of our, one of our very best selling product lines is the, is the after sun. Um, and then we have that in um, fragrance-free, cool coconut and soothing citrus. And right. um, we talked a lot about the Beach Be Gone, the body powder that wicks away sand and moisture. And then we do have um, lip balms, Olita Lips, with uh, SPF 15, vitamin E. And um, we have five different exotic flavors it also come in a shimmer. So definitely leaning more toward the, the feminine consumer with our lip balms. But we also have a mineral zinc, um, zinc one that's really great for, for anybody. So that's Fantastic. our product line. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty extensive product line. Um, it is. What it are is. your, uh, you mentioned the key markets. You know, you talked about California up and down the coast. You talked about Hawaii. What areas are you really focusing in on? Because like you said, it's this product is not necessarily going to work across the country or across the world. Um, where would you, what's your focus right now? And maybe over the next year, where would you like to go? Right. So um, we, let's see, we have, um, I would say Beach Be Gone is probably the only product that I would say is more um, appropriate to, to coastal areas where you just have a lot of okay. sand or salt water because salt water makes sand very sticky and adhere mm. to your skin. So that's yep. why. But um, yeah, we're, we're very focused on um, the West Coast of the United States and getting into regional markets, um, regional um, grocery and, and pharmacies, uh, as well as Hawaii, where we're already in quite a few um, chains <clears throat> there. And um, also Florida and the Caribbean is a really hot market for us. Um, another place where obviously there's a ton of coral reefs. So they're very like Hawaii that has legislatively banned chemical sunscreens from sale there. Um, the Caribbean and um, many island nation states as well as the Keys or just really Puerto Rico looking to ban chemical sunscreens as well. So we're well positioned to take off really well. I'm talking to um, distributors throughout the Caribbean um, to get our products into more locations there. So that's exciting. And, um, you know, but for all of our, all of our products that have anything to do with, you know, sun, clearly it's going to do better mm -hmm. in climates and environments where you have, um, sunnier days, but we, you know, we were also into the mountain States where there's a lot of sunny days like Colorado and Arizona, 
um, where you have, yes, a lot of sunny days and more of an arid, dry climate. So that's where the, you know, the body serum comes in so well. So um, we are in um, UNFI, as I mentioned, for our national uh, distributor, and we're working with them to try to get us into some of the, the markets that would, that our product would do the most, either because they have more, more Sundays a year than, than other markets. And also if the consumer is more concerned about environmental purchasing. And right. so you, you'll see that definitely um, in California and Hawaii to some, to some extent, a lot more in Florida where there's just this, this growing consumer concern about what is happening with the climate and just being more aware and concerned and, you know, concerned about what we're putting on our skin um, as another way that we absorb and consume products. Got it. Okay, perfect. Um, so I think I understand the progression. Now I want to talk about the numbers a little bit. You know, if sure. people want specific numbers, they can obviously go on to Startup Shared platform and look at all of uh, the specific numbers. But from 2019 to 2020, you about 3x. Is that about right? Your sales? From 2019 to 2020, we were about uh, we were about 8x. 8x. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I stand corrected. Okay, yep. fantastic. So from 2020, and that was obviously you, you could have done a much better. You said you know it was right. a pandemic year. So 2020 to 2021, what's the best case scenario? Or let's start with the base case scenario. What do you hope to achieve in 2021? Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll definitely do um, so much better than 2020. I mean, travel and you know just vacations <laughs> are coming back, and so we're right. just going to have um, a lot more sun care being being purchased this year. So, uh, but we're really really looking to uh, have another 8x year, um, and this is because okay. we we've already onboarded with the national distributors, and we're just pitching a lot more. And you know, again, we're doing a lot more to reach um, end consumers through our, mm -hmm. our marketing and advertising. So we are 100% sure that we're going to have a pretty big breakout year in 2021. Fantastic. So all of the folks who had sort of canceled or shelved their POs in 2020, are those people coming back? Are they renewing and getting new orders? Uh, put yes. In? Yes. So um, we, you know, and the, and the good thing about any kind of, buying or purchasing purchase orders is when you see multiple purchases come in again and again and again. And so that's, right. you know, just proof that your product is being well received in the marketplace and the that the end consumer really likes you. So we're seeing that with, uh, we're on FSA store. They're one of our biggest um, accounts and they, you know, we met them at the SunCare show back in 2019 and we've been with them and growing with them. Purchase orders keep growing in size and we do expect to get into um, some of the mass retailers with some tests um, this spring and summer. So we're excited about that. And again, you know, just don't want to grow in a way that is not sustainable. We want to grow in a way that we can meet demand. We have great supply chain, but you know, we need to ensure that we can manage the timing so that we don't have POs that we cannot fulfill. Right, exactly. Um, fantastic. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about the sort of the longer vision for the company yes. and for Alita. 
um, you, you know, uh, everybody is focused on the three to five years because they also investors obviously want to want to know sort of uh, what their exit plan will be. What's your vision for Alita for three to five years? So we're looking to grow with three key accounts that would represent approximately 600 doors per year and just and and not just <laughs> and also maintain those doors and those stores um, year over year with continued uh, repurchases. And what all key accounts will ask you to do is support their purchase orders with advertising so that you know they're not walking past your brand on the way to buy somebody else, but they're right. definitely coming in to buy Olita or they see it on the shelf and they're like, oh yes, I've heard of that. Oh, that's the clean brand, you know? And so we're really looking to create more brand awareness, um, get into three key accounts and 20 lower tier accounts year over year over the next three years. And at the same time, as I mentioned, we're looking to become, a, you know, to the extent that we possibly can become a bit of a cult brand and just really have people um, gravitate towards us because, you know, we have four key pillars that we lean on heavily as, as a company. One being family. That's how we started. Mm -hmm. And number two being uh, fun because we, we don't want sun care to be like a chore, but we, we want you to enjoy putting it on and make sure, you know, that it's, that it's easy to apply and, you know, it's not going to give you any kind of acne or rashes or breakouts or any of that stuff, but just fun because, you know, it's all about outdoor adventures and fun in the sun. And we want, you know, to create that kind of brand experience. So family, fun, trust, that's when we talk about kind of our clean ingredients and we talk about, you know, having EWG verified products and certified organic products. So we want consumers to be able to trust our brand. And again, our key demographic is moms and families and kids. So we're just really, you know, trying to be a brand that moms can trust. And then also um, we have to, we have to, of course, mention protection protection of skin, protection of the planet. So those are our four key um, core values. And so um, we're really trying to drive that messaging across with all of our, with our, with our branding, with our campaigns, um, be it social media, email campaigns, so that we become recognized as that gold standard in clean sun care. And then who knows? We'll move on to maybe some other <laughs> some other product categories. But um, what we would love to happen for our big exit would be to be acquired, you know, to go through an acquisition somewhere, you know, in the three to five year range after growing as a super recognizable, authentic, trustworthy brand to, you know, possibly um, a wellness brand that doesn't have a sun care category or you know even even the competition who um, wants to you know get into the organic and natural sector of sun care and they don't have it yet or maybe they don't have that um, that brand recognition. Got it. Got it. <clears throat> yeah. So um, this has been a fantastic conversation. We sort of covered a lot of sort of uh, things uh, from you and from the company. Um, is there anything important that I've left off? Is there anything that we should cover and uh, I've sort of failed to mention? 
Well, let's see. Uh, I think we've covered a lot of stuff. Um, you know, we're our, our tagline. We have we have two that we work with a lot. Is you know, one is we make skin happy. You know, that kind of goes back to family and fun. And um, our, our other tagline is, is safe on your skin, safe on the planet. And that goes to the trust and protection pillars. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we're just super excited um, with the brand new baby and tinted sunscreens that are coming out. Um, we're very excited for travel to resume, for vacations to happen again. Um, so we're, we're, super we all are we're waiting for off. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all ready for that. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. So, so really, I think we, we covered it quite well. Um, you know, we're looking to, um, do our seed raise in, um, this, this quarter right now. And we're looking to, you know, just basically get some capital injections so that we can scale the way we know we can. Um, and that all of the spend would go to um, hiring people so that we can, you know, especially in operations, that's where we need a lot more help. We would spend a lot on um, marketing, um, again, to get to end consumers and raise brand awareness and become the cult brand that we want to become. We need to do that. And of course, we would um, need to spend a very good chunk on inventory to keep up with demand and you know, yep. keep our supply in check. Fantastic, fantastic. You have, you're well on your way. So that, that's fantastic. I'm really excited uh, for you and uh, what you're going to accomplish with this company. Um, I hope to continue the conversation, stay in touch with you so you can sort of update us. And then for all the investors that are listening, um, you know, uh, please reach out to uh, uh, Lori directly and uh, get in touch with her and ask her any questions that may come up from this conversation and uh, from your research. So with that, Laurie, I think we'll wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming on today and answering all my questions and uh, sharing all your knowledge and experience with us. I really appreciate Thank that. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you. All right, great.